you know, sometimes I've been I've been called uh you know, a right wing crackpot, uh you know, just a, a a liberal liberal hater, leftist hating um individual who is simply an ideologue and you know, I get, you know, different variations of that. Um you know, it, it's really amazing because, you know, when, when I'm, when I'm objective and I do things where I, where I support someone who's on the, who's on the left or someone who represents the left, you know, it's crickets. But if I, you know, say anything or seemingly say anything, that can be seen as offensive to the left or just supporting uh, a right-wing principle, then, you know, then, you know, the, the hate and the dislike and the distaste come out. So I'm going to admit I was not able to watch these, uh, the Democratic debate last night. All right. Um, I saw I saw some highlights, but overall I didn't see anything. But what most stuck out to me was not anything that was discussed in terms of in terms of talking points or things like that, questions or anything like that. What seems interesting to me is this this article right here and you can find this on the Washington Examiner this is by Julio Rosas and here here is the title of the article 2020 Democrat Tim Ryan refuses to put hand over heart doing US national anthem okay here's the article Tim Ryan was the only Democratic candidate who did not put his hand over his heart during the national anthem at the second round of primary debates the American flag was being presented by a local veterans of foreign wars post. Fellow candidate Marianne Williamson at first did not have her hand on her heart, but she eventually placed it there halfway through the anthem after glancing at the others. According to the U.S. flag code, when the national anthem is played, all present except those in uniform should stand at attention facing the flag with the right hand over the heart. Barack Obama, then a U.S. senator, for Illinois was criticized for the same thing in Iowa in 2007 when he was photographed with his hands clasped below his waist beside Democratic primary rivals Bill Richardson and Hillary Clinton, who had their right hands over their hearts. Ryan, who's 46, has represented Ohio in the House since 2003. He is currently 0.3 in the real clear politics 2020, 2020 primary polling average and is not expected to qualify for the September debates. So it was a very short article. Now I went to usflag.org and uh, there there is a flag code. That's not something that um that's not something that uh, Julio Rosas made up. There is a real thing. It's called you, you can go find it at www.usflag.org. 
And, you know, there, there's a lot of, you know, there, there are a lot of, I'll call them, I'll call them rules, and I, you know, I won't get into them. Um, but, but that is true. Uh, during the rendition of the national anthem, during rendition of the national anthem, when the flag is displayed, all present except those in uniform should stand at attention facing the flag with the right hand over their heart. Men not in uniform should not remove their headdress with their right hand and hold it and hold it at their left shoulder, the hand being over the heart. Persons in uniform should render the military salute at the first note of the anthem and retain this position until the last note. When the flag is not displayed, those present should face toward the music and act in the same manner they would if the flag were displayed there. Okay, so here's what I want to get into. Am I, am I a Republican? Yes. Am I a conservative? Yes. But here's one thing I also am. Objective. Okay? It's something, it's something I, I kind of take pride in. Tim Ryan, you know, according to the U.S. flag code, he should have put his right hand over his heart. But here's the thing. He doesn't have to do that. It is not a law or, any, or anything like that. It's not a law. He does not have to do that. What it is, it's just it's just a show of respect. It's a sign of reverence. Um, and you know, it's just pretty much the the U.S. flag code is telling us how to respect the flag and treat the flag and anything patriotic wise, national anthem, pledge of allegiance, anything like that. Tim Ryan does not have to do that if he doesn't want to. Some might call it a protest. Okay, you could call it that. Maybe he just didn't feel like it. Now, is it something that I would do? Uh, no, it's not. Okay, but he possesses, Tim Ryan possesses the right to not, to not do it. He doesn't have to. One of the great things about America, and I talked about this in my Megan Rapino episode, you know, there she possesses she possessed the right to kneel. And you know, you know, people talk about how they, they dropped the flag or you know disrespected the flag with the trophy and celebration and stuff like that. And I was like, okay. But they, they can still they can still do that. The great thing about America is we live in a country where we don't all have we don't have to all agree. It's a beautiful thing. And you know, we live in a place where you know, if you do something, you have the right to protest. There are many, many countries where you cannot protest. You know, people people talk about how America's not the greatest country in the world and that, you know, that's kind of the same, you know, you're just a nationalist and, you know, you just, you're racist and you don't care about other races and you think, you know, America's better and all of the countries are inferior. America, you know, there, there are places in the Middle East 
where just being a certain type of person can get you killed. Being a homosexual can get you thrown off a roof. Being suspected of being a homosexual can get you thrown off a roof. Here in America, we we are more we are a more individualist we are an individualistic um, culture. So you know, there's collectivism and there's individualism. We're more towards individualism. We allow people to, you know, pretty much if if you want to express yourself in a way that is not hurting anyone and not putting anyone in any danger, uh, you for the most part can do it. Okay, so that's one of the great things about America. Now, do I wish Tim Ryan? Uh, do I wish Tim Ryan? Put his hand over his heart. I do. I I I love this nation, and I've I have a tremendous amount of respect for it and love for it. There's no other place in the world that I would want to live. Now I do have now I do have you know a top ten list, but America is number one by a long shot. So I I don't I don't I don't want to hear people getting on him about this. Is it is it a bad look? Some could say so that's that's very subjective. But just understand, it's not a law, he does not have to do it. Who knows why he didn't do it? Do do I think he was trying to protest? Uh No. Not really. And, you know, here, here's another problem that we have in society. Everything is politicized. Every, every statement, every stance, um, body, you know, body language, um, placement of objects and things like that. It's just every, every single thing's politicized. Pictures. It, it's disgraceful. How everything, how everything is politicized. Maybe in his head, maybe in his head, he was just, he was just, let's, let's give him the benefit of the doubt here. Okay. Maybe he was just, he was just admiring the song. Maybe he was just listening to it. We, we don't know. But what I don't want to do, and this is, this is really especially going to come from, uh, right wing sources, because I've seen this, uh, I saw this on the Western Journal, this, uh, an article about this as well. And people are going to point to that and say, oh, he's unpatriotic. It's like, uh, okay, I mean, okay, if, if, if that's what you want to call it. But he, do, he doesn't have to do that. You may, not like what he, you, you may not like what he does. You may not like what he doesn't do. But he possesses the right to do that. There, there are just there are so many things that we that we look at, and we just we just judge them so harshly on things that you know something some things just overall don't matter. No, I'm saying no, I'm you know I'm saying this you know stuff like this it can matter, but 
you know, we just we just got to see what happens, man. We'll see what happens. I mean, in terms in terms of the you know the election, we all know he's 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 out. Okay, here here are the Democrat here are the Democrats that will be in it in the end. Okay, um, I'm I'm gonna go. I'll go top five. Okay, so I'll say, and this is not in any particular order of who will be on top. These are just the top five Democrats that will be they'll be the last ones in it. Okay, Sanders, Biden. Uh, I'm going to go Kamala Harris, Buttigieg, and um, Warren. That's that's what that's that's where I'm going to go. Okay, so this this as I, as I've already said before, Donald Trump is going to win 2020. I have I have no doubt about that. I mean, it's could he lose? Absolutely, he could. Do I see it happening? No, not with the way not with the way Democrats have been, you know, crying wolf over this, uh, you know, collusion stuff, where they just they get they just keep getting embarrassed over this. Um, people people are honestly sick of it. They're sick of hearing about you know collusion, and you know, and here's the thing, I'm I'm all about justice. That's what I care about the most. If there was something, if there was something there, you know, and there was there was evidence of it, then I'm I'm for impeachment. But here's the thing: there was nothing there. There was nothing there. You can read the you can read the report. You can read it. It's available to the public. It was on. It was on. It might still be on the New York Times bestselling list. But you know that that that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, it this the selection is pretty much over. We're just we're just gonna see who Trump versus who. That's that's who we're figuring out right now. And I believe it's between those five that I mentioned. Um Yeah, so you know, we we will certainly see where this goes. I, I just this it, it really just it really just annoys me how we just politicize every little thing. Every little thing. It just it's not healthy. It's it's not good. It doesn't help anything. Um you know I, I look at you know I look at sports. One of the things I love about sports is sports is an escape. I love I love politics and you know, looking at the world of politics and culture and things like that, I love it. I love it just as much, if not more, than the next guy. But at some point, I gotta step away from it because it can really affect your your psyche. And it's just like, okay, you just gotta you just gotta take a step back. And it's just like, okay, you know what? That's enough. I gotta do something else that's not related to this. And so with sports, it's amazing. All you can you know you can really just sit there and just watch watch a game or just watch ESPN or anything like that and just and just enjoy hearing about sports watching highlights or things like that and watching analysis but we've come to a point in sports now where that stuff is politicized 
you know, you know, people talk about athletes using their, you know, athletes using their uh, platforms to spread their, uh, to spread awareness about uh, certain things and to be activists in certain causes, which I think is perfectly reasonable. I think, I think that's perfectly reasonable. But at the end, you know, at the end of the day, most people, they just want to sit down and they just want to watch a game. They don't want to think, they don't want to think about Democrats, Republicans. They don't want to think about the left or the right. They don't want to think about, you know, certain values. They just want to sit and watch a game. They want to see who scores more points, who has the most points at the end of time or at the end of the game. But now we can't, we can't even, we can't even enjoy that. That's that's one of my beasts with the WNBA. You know, everything is you know everything is about you know trying to quote unquote empower women and raising awareness for the LGBTQ community and just stuff like that, where they don't actually focus on the product, but they focus on causes, where the product is actually a joke. You know, this whole stuff, you know, this other stuff with women's soccer. You know, watching women play, it's like, it, they can be really good. You know, and it's it's nice to just sit there and watch, and, you know, just watch them play, again, watch these women play against other women. And, you know, to see who asserts their will. But when you talk about, when you see, when you talk about a pay gap, the gender, the gender, the gender wage gap, and all of that stuff in your sport. Then you're bringing politics into it, and you're bringing, you know, all that stuff into it. When first of all, your stance is just—it's actually wrong. Like it's statistically wrong. Like empirically, you are wrong when you just say, "Oh, we make less just because we're women," and you don't actually look—you don't actually look and acknowledge the whole story. But, you know, some people just, they just want to watch the game. They just want to watch the game. And so, to me, if I'm advising women's sports, stop talking about the gender wage gap. Just don't. Just work work on the product. Because because when, when we think about women's pro sports, we tend to look at them as a we tend to look at them as an overall joke. And, you know, it's it's really, it's just not, it's just unfortunate to them. And it's just, you know, just, just play the game, play well, get, make the product better. And then your, your, your revenue will increase, which will make uh, all of you, which will spread more wealth around to all those in the, in your sport. But we, we have to stop politicizing everything. It's really, really unhealthy. My next topic is is real it's really just frustrating, man. I I can't even I can't even describe the 
I don't, I don't even know. I can't, I, there are, there are certain things where you see them and you just, your only question, your only question is why? That, that's your own, that's your only question. This is, you know, from pittsburgh.cbslocal.com. Uh, police chief, woman accused of urinating on potatoes in Walmart facing charges after turning herself in. I saw this headline and I, I just, all I could, all I could do was just sit down for like a good three minutes. And all, all I could do was just, was just shake my head. It's, you know, people are, people are strange, man. Like, what? There's something wrong with this woman. There's something, there's something wrong with this woman. And I, and I, I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. Here, here's the, here's the article. You know, if I if I sound depressed, you know, it's because it, this is just discouraging stuff. West Mifflin police say that a woman accused in a bizarre and disgusting act at the boroughs Walmart has turned herself in. Let me see. Where am I? Oh, yeah. Borough police say the woman showed up with her attorney at the police station. Tuesday afternoon after Swiferlin's images of her were released on their website. The incident happened last Thursday in the early morning. An employee witnessed the incident and called police right away. According to the police, the woman is accused of urinating on a bin of potatoes after entering the store. She left soon after. Police identified the woman as Grace Brown. She is now being charged with criminal mischief open lewdness, disorderly conduct, and public drunkness. She is awaiting a preliminary hearing. Brown has faced alcohol-related charges in the past, including drunk driving by a minor. When customers heard the news about Brown's alleged act, they couldn't believe it. That's really gross. It's like gross. Why do it? She must be ill or something, said customer Ty Ridwan. Hopefully, I, I, I apologize if I butchered your name. Um, she might need some help in some way. Might, said customer Katie McGinley. The bin of potatoes was at ground level. Walmart has released this, this statement on the incident. The safety of our customers is a top priority for us. This type of obscene conduct is outrageous and we immediately dispose of the affected products and sanitize the area to ensure its cleanliness and safety for our customers. We're working with the West Mifflin Police Department to find the responsible party and have them prosecuted. According to the West Mifflin Police Chief, the woman was interviewed by investigators, but has not yet been charged. She was then allowed to leave with her lawyer. Police are conferring with the Allegheny County District Attorney's Office on whether charges should be filed. The investigation continues.
I I don't even What What can you even What can you even say about this? What 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 I I don't I don't even know I don't even know how to comprehend the headline there was a woman who just who just who just urinated on potatoes inside of a Walmart this sounds like something out of a movie this you you can't make this stuff up Every single day, every, every single day, I think I've seen it all. Something inside me tells me, man, you've seen it all. Officially. But then there's always that other part of me where it's like, you know, no you haven't. And then some, some person says, hold my beer and they prove me wrong. Every day. There's something mentally wrong with this woman. There's some, there's something actually wrong with her in her brain. People, you know, people, they, you know, they try to, when, you know, we're trying to eat healthier as a society. Um, you know, we do, you know, we do have the obesity epidemic, but you know, you know, we're trying, we're trying to do what's right for our bodies, but. You know what's going to happen in just my mind or anyone who knows of this or anyone who knows of this article? Every time they walk into a grocery store and they see a thing of potatoes, they're just, they're going to think of this article. Now, I'm not going to think that someone actually urinated on them. Cuz one, well, let me say this. You need to wa- you need to wash your fruit and your vegetables when you get them. You need to do that. It's very, very important that you do. Okay, now you see, okay, now you see another reason as to why you should. But I mean, you have the pesticides and stuff like that. You know, you just gotta wash your fruit and wash your vegetables. But this woman has ruined potatoes for so many people. All because she had to use the bathroom. And here's my question. Now, I'll say this about Walmart. Walmart is a nasty place. I hate going into it. I rarely go into it at all unless it's, you know, unless it's like pretty much an emergency or it's just the closest thing to me and I just need a couple things. But I try to minimize my time inside of Walmart. Um, The bathrooms, I, I've been in a few. You know, they're not... You know, some are pretty, some are clean, some are just straight up garbage. But this woman, I, I don't, I, you know, I talk about how I, how I pride myself on being objective. I can't look at this and just, and look at, look at this woman 
and think, okay, what was what was the thought process here? What exactly went through your head to make you have to urinate on product? And not just product, but product that people eat. That, that, I, I don't even know. You know, it talks about her being drunk and stuff like that. I've never been drunk. I've never, I've never had alcohol. I've never, I've never had drugs or anything like that. Okay. So I don't really know how much it really affects the body. You know, I know, you know, how it can affect judgment and things like that, but I can't, I can't, I can't comment on that from a personal point of view. But I just, I don't understand what this woman was thinking. This woman was better off wetting herself as she walked around the store. But what does she do? She decides to stop. Um, and urinate on the, on the potatoes that were, that were right there. I, 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 I don't know, man. They, some people, some people are just, they're just a different breed. They're just, they're just, there's just something... You know, everyone, everyone has, everyone has their vices. Everyone has their, um, everyone has their idea of what to do and their idea of, you know, what makes me weird. And they have their, uh, quirks and their habits and their mannerisms that make them unique. Now, when it comes to being, you know, in private, you know, you have, you know, you have things that you do behind closed doors. Most people do. Okay. You have, you have sometimes some strange thoughts. But then there are, when it, when it comes to a, a few in the population, there, there is a, there is a small percentage in the population where you just wonder what's wrong with you. And if I'm, if I'm, if I see Grace Brown, that's what I'm thinking. That's just, that's just nasty, man. How, how do you even come up with this stuff? How do you, how do you decide that, man, that's what you're going to do? If you're going to publicly urinate, go, go in a bush. Go, you know, go behind a wall. Go on a tree. You, this woman, this, I, I, I can't fathom. I can't, I, this is so hard for me to, to comprehend. This woman, I don't know if she was in a car or what. This woman, this woman's bladder, Grace Brown's bladder was telling her, Hey Gracie, you know, I uh I got to let loose. 
And then her brain said, okay, okay, bladder, okay, okay, so, uh, so, okay, I'll, I'll keep that in mind and you know we'll, we'll take care of that. So, her mind is, in her mind, it's like, okay, let's, let's, let's just go through all the possibilities of what you could have done. Once your once your bladder told you once your bladder told her, okay, Grace, I gotta go. She could have just went right there, wherever she was when she first felt the urge to urinate. And she, uh, how how okay, what else? She could have thought, okay, there's a bathroom because that's what. Bathrooms are for bathrooms are for relieving yourself and you know sprucing up and you know you know you know just you know just freshening up taking care of your bodily needs all right so she could have done that she could have gone into the bathroom um or she could have just held it until she got home that was an option she could have urinated I don't know she could have urinated on on an empty aisle she could have she could have urinated in a bush in a tree um if she had a car she could have urinated in her car she could have urinated in she could have she could have gone to the aisle in Walmart that has buckets and just use that. I, 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 but her brain, her eyes made eye contact with the potatoes and her brain said, yep, there it is. There's uh that's where we're going to relieve ourselves. All right, bladder, you know, get get ready to uh release the hounds. So she proceeds and walks over to the potatoes and uh she goes. She she just releases the hounds on the potatoes. And then um, she has she has no idea, or she might have seen, or you know might not have cared. Uh, there's a there's another woman who is working there. You know she's you know trying to take care of business. You know she's trying to get a paycheck. She's trying to work up you know funds for herself. She's just trying to go about her day and do her job. She is looking at this woman who was over in the produce section. Urinating on potatoes. She's pro- she probably has to do about five double takes. And she's probably speechless. All she can probably do is just stare. That's probably all she can do. She all she can do is just whatever she's doing. All she can do is just stop and stare at Grace Brown 
urinating on these potatoes. She's probably mortified. She's probably absolutely disgusted. She probably might feel a little bit of an urge to throw up in her mouth. Um, she might feel the need to just yell out something. Um, but, you know, her brain's going pretty crazy. So, the urination session ends. Grace Brown leaves. And uh, the employee calls the police. And, you know, as a, as a, you know, when, when you get on the phone for 911, you, you know, they say 911, what is your emergency? Um, and, you know, they ask, you ask, you know, you say what, you know, you say, you know, where you are and stuff like that and say, okay, what happened? You, the, the, the employee had to formulate the words and figure out how to say that there was a patron who came in and urinated on potatoes. That right there, man, that, that's pretty much the story. I, I just I don't know man. Pe- people people are people are strange and there there's all, all, all I can say is wow. Just wow. Some stories they just they blow my natural mind. Some stories, you know, they're whatever. Some are cool, some are interesting. Some I couldn't care less. But some stories just blow my natural mind for either good reasons or bad reasons. This is a bad reason that my mind was blown. Because all I could do when I saw the article, all I could do was just sit. And just, just, uh, just think about what this woman was doing. There's just, there's nothing here. There's nothing here, and this woman needs to be severely, she needs to be, she needs to receive the maximum punishment. There, there's something wrong with this woman. There's, there's something very wrong with this woman, and I don't know what that thing is. Um, but she need, she needs to be held accountable. And to me, if I'm her family, I, I, at this point, I think I'd have to disown her. At, at, at this point, because obviously she's already a troubled person based off, you know, her past, you know, she's got some things going on in her life. But at this point, when you see the story, when you see the name, you see her on the surveillance video, all you can say is there had to have been at least one family member that just went, you know what? That's it for me. I, I, I'm out of pulling, I'm out of the, you know, prayer group of pulling for grace. I'm out of, you know, giving her support and things like that. So it, this, this is just, this is just sad. This is just, it's just really sad. 
I don't I don't know what's gonna happen to this woman. And I don't know what's gonna happen to the to Walmart and you know, I, I, I feel bad for this Walmart. They're you know, they're trying you know, they're trying to do their business and then some person just comes in and and just does something that you you wouldn't even think to do. You you just you you just you wonder where did she even get this idea? And now, I I can I'll tell you something. I don't know anyone. I mean, there will be some people who will eventually get potatoes, but uh, there will all, there some people will never ever get potatoes from that Walmart again, or maybe just any Walmart. The, 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 this story, it's just, it is. Um, infuriating, man. It's infuriating and it, it it's depressing because you just you just look and you think like, how? Just how? I hope you all enjoyed this episode as much as I did. I I may not sound like I enjoyed it, but I you know really I I I enjoy doing this, and this episode was really fantastic. But these urination stories and these these licking stories, they just I, I, it, 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 it's like, it's like, it, they, these stories deflate my hope, my, my amount of hope, the amount of hope that I have left in humanity when I see certain stories like this. And I know they're just, you know, it's just one individual, but it's just, man, it just, it's just hard sometimes. It's just hard sometimes. But anyway, let me know what you think. Com- you know, comment, uh, share. Do whatever, man. But most importantly, if you're going into Walmart, don't urinate on the potatoes.